Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast. Get it in your ears. Get this in your hands, though, on Sportsbet's new iPhone app. The easiest betting app just got easier. Download it now. Gamble responsibly. So what you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning. It's great to be back with you on the Weekend Legends. Andrew Rhodes, you had a wonderful time with Joshy Reynolds last week. Oh, Chris Gale, we missed you on the show, but me and Josh Reynolds, we're like that now. Me and Jay Ren, we're best mates. He's going to come back to the dogs. He's your best bud. There's no doubt about that. Now, listen, you're a sports fan. I've got a simple choose one out of three question for you. Shoot. An Aussie win at Lords in the Ashes, an Aussie win at Eden Park in the Bledisloe, Mm. or the dogs winning over the Rabbits at ANZ this evening? Oh, dude, that's so unfair. What's your answer? It's got to be the doggies just going back to back to back. Come on! I knew it. You're (laughs) un-Australian. Coming up in this hour, we're going to have a look at the concept of a trade window or multiple trade windows in the NRL. The Rugby League Players Association doesn't like it, but now that the super coach Wayne Bennett has waded into the debate, it might just happen. We're also going to look at uh, some of the stuff that's happened with Latrell Mitchell this week and kind of dive into exactly what trolling is and how it affects sports stars. But but up next, the Ashes is underway, and day three has been halted due to rain. But there are still some talking points, and we'll go through them next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Put your feet up on the dash, recline the seat, and let these guys take the wheel, metaphorically. Obviously. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose. And guys, day three is underway in the Ashes. And umpiring is the big talking point, Chris. It sure is, Lachlan. There are only 24 overs bowled yesterday, Rose. Oh, what happened? Well, there was enough time for the umpires to get in trouble, but also for Australia to get in trouble. Uh, we went to Stumps, which was actually before lunch, at four for 80. We were one for 60 at one stage, and then we lost three wickets for 11. We didn't just get bored of playing cricket. It was raining, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I feel that this test match is probably sputtering to a draw unless something extraordinary happens with only two days left to go. Now, is that good for Australia or bad? Well, we're one up after a magnificent come from behind victory in Edgebaston, so it's not bad if it's a draw. Right. Steve Smith is currently 13 not out, and Matthew Wade a sparkling zero off 23 balls. (laughs) But as I said, the umpiring was controversial, including this dismissal. (laughs) Give him this day on his first test wicket, Joffrey Archer. Archer, he's the big talk of the town at the moment. He was sensational in the World Cup, and they brought him into the second test. Now, that was Cameron Bancroft being, giving, being given LBW by Arlene Dar On the DRS, which is the decision review system, okay. it was seen that the ball was just clipping the top of the stumps, and therefore the appeal was upheld. Okay. Yeah, and look, that's really not what that system is there for. They're marginal decisions, and you argue where is the benefit of the doubt for the batsman that has been a fundamental tenant of cricket forever. Okay, so I, I'm getting the vibe that I get from you when you talk about the bunker. Is, is more technology and a more finer way of reviewing these outs the actual better way to go? I'm actually conflicted because... Oh, you're the, angry. I can tell by your reaction. Look at this. But the other two decisions are what DRS is there for, which is howlers. Right. First uh, of all... Okay. Uh, Travis Head was given out, not out, by Aileen Dar, and he was absolutely plump. I love it. You're firing up. This is great. Let's go. Come on, Chris. So Aileen Dar probably is considering a new career after this test. You and tell then, him. And then umpire Gaffney got involved because he gave Matthew Wade out LBW for blot. Sure. And it pitched well outside leg stump, and Wade reviewed, and the decision was overturned. So... The technology is spooking the umpires, and I'm not sure what we can do about it. Yeah, well, it's that worry about you put too much technology and then umpires are scared to make any real decision because they second-guess everything they do. You're saying that's kind of filtering into cricket now. 
I'd hate to see video review as an official becomes a career path like parking inspector or something like that. Oh, great. The video review guy's back again. I'll move it in a sec. But, Rose, if I can indulge myself for a moment, it brings back some personal memories. I was lucky enough to go to the Lord's Test in 2005. Mm -hmm. It's where Glenn McGrath took his 500th test wicket and Australia had a win. Yes, I remember that, yeah. I'm a cricket fan. And I was not prepared for how much fun it was to go to a Lord's Test match. Really? If you can ever get there, mm. please go. It's only about 22,000, 23,000 tickets available per day, so it's hard to get there. Intimate, yeah. But it felt to me like everyone was a celebrity. Right. Well, except for me. <laughs> we, we caught the tube with England great off-spinner Derek Underwood, Mr. Underwood. Yes, yeah, sir. The wonderful England football legend, World Cup winner Sir Bobby Charlton, was sitting Ooh. near us. Right, wow. We ended up in a Chinese restaurant next to Buff Lehman. <laughs> Was he having a cigarette? Oh, he was. You know, he was, he was pretty down the line, sweet and sour pork. You right, know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, low main, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Pork but, buns. Yeah. But the big excitement was the lead singer from Powderfinger, Bernard Fanning. Well, was, Fernard Banning, as I like to call right. it. Yeah. Fernard was recording his first solo album in London called Tea and Sympathy. Yeah. And you know, I wasn't shy. Can I buy you a drink, Bernard? <laughs> And he goes, well, that'd be very, very nice. So I go, well, here am I buying an, an Aussie rock legend a drink. Have a guess what he ordered. Oh God, what? Pims and lemonade. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> Come on, the Aussie. Still a lot to go, but we think we can bring it home. Uh, just quickly, want to thank Sportsbet, the new yeah. iPhone app. The easiest yeah, betting app just got easier. Download it now. Gamble responsibly. Next, we talk about trolling in sport. L- racist taunts have gone the way of Latrell Mitchell this week, and we're going to talk about it. This is the Weekend Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Like copying a weekend to the plums. Lamb's Weekend Legends. It is the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. And guys, Latrell Mitchell has copped some racism this week, and it's in the form of trolling, Chris. Yeah, it's in the murky online world of social media, Lachlan, and this phenomenon called trolling. Just in the past week, Rose, there's been the racially motivated tweets directed at Blake Ferguson from Parramatta as well as Latrell Mitchell. These people have been identified, which is a little unusual, and I think yeah. they're suffering some consequences. Some stuff directed at Josh Maguire's wife, mm. and even an on-field issue like Paul Momorowski, who missed that conversion to send the Dogs-Tigers game into extra time. He copped a lot of it from certain Tigers fans. I must um, give credit to your dogs for getting around Momorowski in that situation, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We avoided him well. But what is this phenomena of online trolling? Can you explain it for me? Um, yeah, I think it's good for us to talk about this because I think there's people listening that maybe haven't ever stopped and gone, what exactly is trolling? What does it mean? And how does it affect people, right? And essentially it is um, anonymous people online that will send hatred towards you to get a reaction. I think it's really po- important to note that from the beginning that they're looking for a reaction, right? So... We go, uh, Latrell Mitchell cops a bunch of racist stuff for being Latrell Mitchell. Firstly, he cops it because he's Latrell Mitchell, right? He's known to a lot of people as one of the greatest players in rugby league. Secondly, an online anonymous troll won't say he's bad at rugby league because he's not. He's an icon of the game. So they go for something cheap. They go for your race, your your sexual orientation, the way you look. I mean, I copped a lot for the color of my hair when I was a kid because I'm a redhead, right? I'm an easy target, Right. right? But it wouldn't. You haven't copped stuff just because of your hair, mate. I can assure you that. Okay, by the way. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure I back it up with other uh, endearing <laughs> qualities. But I, I want to make a point here. And I know this might be controversial to some people, but I think from someone who's had experience on both sides of what trolling is, I want to say this: it's it's an unstoppable force. What trolling is, because what you're dealing with is anonymous voices online. You don't like the opinion of someone online. They can just change their username multiple times and keep doing it to you. I liken it to like. Say a natural disaster hits your town. If your hurricane hits your town, you don't go, 
okay, we need to figure out how to stop hurricanes. Right. What you do is you figure out how to next time be more aware of what's coming at you and how to avoid it and the damage being done. So former Aussie netball captain Liz Ellis made a good point about this on Channel 9 during the week, saying that what people used to yell at the television, they can now go and click and... That's the hurricane phenomenon you're talking about. Yes, right? there's that old saying about a young kid would call another kid ugly and the kid would get sad and the kid would go, oh, I just made that kid sad by insulting him. I'll never do that again. I feel bad now, right? But nowadays you can just write, you're ugly on the internet and send it and go, ah, that was fine. I didn't get any repercussions. I'll do it again in an hour. So my point is, is that, yes, some of the trolls might be able to get caught, but we're not stopping this from happening. People will always want to take down the tall poppy if you're successful. I mean, I cop it. Just because I get on this show and give my honest opinion about sport, I cop it. I can't stop them from doing that, but what we should be working on is the awareness for people like Latrell to know that this isn't how everyone feels. This is just a small group of people who are trying to annoy you. Yeah, he was backed up beautifully by Mal Meninga during yeah. the week. So I think, just to finish, like Josh McGuire is a good example. We can have some fun. I mean, he's had three allegations of facials. He's a grub. He should open up a rejuvenation clinic. <laughs> and, you know, Dennis Carnahan was on the show having some fun, but going his wife is inappropriate. Unnecessary, and they do that because they have no other way to get at him. We the legends stand with Latrell against racism, but believe that trolling is the new norm and you can't stop it, but we can be more aware and educate players on how to deal with well it. Well said, Lachlan. That's great, Lachlan. This yeah. is The Weekend Legends. More next. A show that combines our two great loves, The Weekend and Working half fast. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and still a lot of footy to catch through the rest of Round 22, and uh, we'll go through the, the rest of the round thanks to Paddy's Markets. We will indeed, Lachlan. It kicks off at 3pm today at McDonald Jones Stadium, Rose. Triple M covering this game. The Newcastle Knights take on the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys are done, correct? They're correct. Not, not getting to the eight. But the Knights still have a chance? Yeah, they do, but they're going to have to win four straight, Oof. and that's after they've just lost six straight in the row. Yeah, no. Jordan McLean back for the Cowboys from a calf injury, but Josh Maguire having his first week off after his third facial. <laughs> now, two weeks ago, Nathan Brown blamed some of the blokes on his team when Newcastle lost. Mm. Last week, he blamed himself. What has he got left if they lose today? Well, he's obviously got to move to the refs, right? Yeah. He's going he's to he's blame whatever that video system was in the ashes. I'm tipping society. <laughs> Trolls. 5.30pm <laughs> today, the Melbourne Storm take on the Canberra Raiders at Amy Park. This so is this is a huge game. Huge game. Jerome Hughes and Ryan Pappenhausen are back for the Storm. And in really good news, Joey Leilua, after that serious neck injury and operation, is back for the Raiders. That's great. Now, we've talked about this before earlier in the show, but we're both fans of wrestling and stripping. Yes. Do you like the Melbourne wrestlers or the Canberra strippers? <laughs> Look, I've said this before, and um, me and my mate Josh Reynolds talked about it last week oh, on yeah, the show, is that uh, is there any fault to Melbourne Storm right now? I mean, they look unstoppable, untouchable, heading towards another minor premiership, maybe another a championship. Can the Raiders stop them? I don't know if they can. The thing that fascinates me about the Storm is everybody's expecting a Storm Roosters grand final, and I have this feeling that the Roosters will be favourites. I mean, how weird is that it given is, the Storm season so far? It is strange. I know, you know, they won the title last year, but that was just a brain snap by the Storm. Storm, look, I think you're right, but the Raiders are sitting comfortably up in the fall right now, and to be honest, looking better every week, and you're right, they're the Strip Kings. 7.35pm at ANZ Stadium tonight. The Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Excuse me, it's the Canterbury Bankstown Dream Killers yeah, versus, uh, versus the Rabbitohs. Listen, uh, this has been the best part of my year uh, for me, this rugby. I mean, this has been a rough rugby league year as a Bulldogs fan. Really rough. Since, since Mad Monday, it's been rough. But listen, uh, we've won two in a row. If we can down the Rabbits tonight at ANZ, 
Uh, that's that's my. I'd put a fork in me. I'm happy. Three big scalps, wouldn't it be? Penrith Tigers and Rabbits. Your year would have been even better had I been in the country oh, when you beat the Tigers. By the way, I was I was I was saying to my Jay Ren, my, uh, my my new friend Josh Reynolds, that is unre- unreasonable that you went overseas during a Tigers Dogs game. That's the biggest moment of our year. We get to yell at each other the most. I can't believe you weren't here for it. I loved being away. <laughs> Tomorrow, 2 p.m. at the SCG, the Sydney Roosters take on the New Zealand Warriors. You and I will both be out there. Correct. Now, there's a really clear reason to go to this game. What's that? The, I'm, I'm playing the music? No. Damn. The matchup between Roger Tuivasa and Teddy Tedesco. Yes. Give me another reason to go, apart from the fact that you're playing the music. Oh, well, Morris is on fire for, uh, uh, for the Roosters as well, so I want to see him shine. But, yeah, you're right. The two of us, Sheck, former team thing coming over to the Warriors is, is very interesting. Again, the Roosters charging. Do you think this stuff about Teddy Tedesco's contract is actually going to affect him in any way? He says it isn't, but maybe that's just media talk. I don't think global warming is affecting <laughs> Teddy Tedesco right now. He is the greatest player in the world and used to play for my team. Yep. Triple M... Covers the last game in the round, 4.05 p.m. tomorrow, Points Bet Stadium, Cronulla Sharks, St. George Illawarra Dragons. No Fafita for Cronulla, but uh, Matt Moylan likely to return. Now, we're Sydney Rugby League fans. We love all the derbies. This is a derby, but there's only one team that it really matters for. Well, this still matters to me with the Dragons because if we beat the Rabbits... And the Dragons lose to the to the Sharks. We jump the Dragons in the table. Lachlan, I'm comment? S- I'm sorry. That no is comment. just sad. Don't say a word. No Lachlan. comment. That's so sad. <laughs> That's around the ground thanks to Paddy's Markets. With over 1,500 stands in two huge locations, you're sure to find a bargain at Paddy's. Visit paddysmarkets.com.au. Up next, trade window. Does the NRL need one? We think so, and we'll tell you why next. Triple M. This show is definitely on the weekend. Whether these guys are legends may be debatable. Triple M's weekend. Legends. With Christian Rose and as fans of Rugby League, we love having our two cents on what would make our game better. And the topic this week, Chris, is the transfer window. You're correct, Lachlan. And the reason why it's the topic of the week, Rose, is all Rugby League issues divided into BSCB and ASCB. Okay, what do they stand for? Before Supercoach Bennett speaks <laughs> and after Supercoach Bennett speaks. So Wayne Bennett has waded into the concept of introducing trade windows into the rugby league season. Now, are you okay. across this? Um, not as particularly as, as you see and you are. You want to take me through it? Okay, so the Rugby League Players Association at the moment has not indicated any great desire to move from the current model. Okay. And the current model says that an unwanted or unhappy player can find a new home before 30 June each calendar year. Right. At the Titans. Right. That's right. Like like it's an en masse. We just change cities. It's open door policy, the Titans. You're not happy at your team, come play for us. It's a constant stream. (laughs) To give you an example, if I'm a free agent who's off contract at the end of 2020 right right. now, Mm -hmm. I can receive offers from the 1st of November this year. Okay, while you're still playing for your former team. So you remember you end up with a situation like we had with Ben Hunt. Oh, yeah. Where he played a whole season for the Broncos, but he was contracted to the Dragons. Yeah, that was weird. It's pretty uncomfortable making, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's strange conversations in the uh, locker room there. So we are now BSCB. Oh, sorry, ASCB. It's Listen, confusing. It's BB and AB. Before Bennett, after Bennett. Thank right? you. Done. I just like the super coach bit. <laughs> He's actually gaze towards the European football model. Okay. Where there are two windows, which are periods of time that are available for players to actually move from one team to the other during the season. Yeah, yeah. This is like American sport. Baseball do this as well. Yeah, right. So three weeks in the preseason is a window where you can change teams, like go from Chelsea to Arsenal, yep. something like that. Yep. And then for a month in the middle of the season, you can go from Chelsea to Arsenal. Yeah. Well, what it does, what it helps is teams that are going well into the finals, 
can stack up their team to have a real contender for a title. Vice versa, the dogs right now, if we were heading towards a, a rubber for the end of the season, we could start offloading some of our bigger players to free up the money for next year. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Just, you know what you're heading towards. <laughs> and look, we were talking about Ben Simmons earlier in this show. In the NBA, you can go from one team to the other as late as middle of February in a season that has playoffs in May. It is so strange how late you can uh, trade to a team and then win a ring. Like, oh yeah, I've always dreamed of winning a ring with this team I've been with for three months. So where do you sit on this? Status quo or opening up the trade windows a la Supercoach Bennett? No, I'm a wrestling fan, so I like the jumping across to different codes and joining different factions. I like the players jumping across to teams. It, it's exciting. But like you always say, you follow the cloth. That's right. I think we're sophisticated enough to cope with it. I'm in favour of the windows. You follow the cloth and you can always follow the player if you must. Well, if you have to. As fans, a trade window, we're all for it, aren't we, guys? Absolutely. Up next is a lot in the world of sport that you might have missed. We don't, and that's why we'll bring you the best next. It's the radio equivalent of chowing down on a bacon and egg roll at your kids under six soccer. Ah. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose and some news coming in that Tavita Pangon Jr., has been hit with a grade two dangerous contact charge. Ooh. Loading and carryover points means he's looking at four weeks with an early guilty plea. Could have played his last game for the Broncos. Oh, if they miss the playoffs, he will have played his last game. Four exactly weeks right. with an early plea? You'll hear more about that after 12 with the Saturday Triple M NRL team, alive from Castle Hill RSL. But I bet you didn't watch all the sport this week. We did, which is why we do this. Wait, what? What did I miss? Well, first of all, I'm embarrassed that I missed my mum's birthday on air a couple of months ago, Rose, and she's now in hospital recovering from a fall, so get better soon, mum. Oh, that's disgusting that you forget your mother's birthday. Speaking of what did I miss, I forgot my dad's birthday last weekend. I was hanging out with Josh Reynolds, so happy birthday, daddy. Have a great time. Speaking of Josh Reynolds, you know, we always talk about the legends bump here, and Josh is back on the field this weekend after hanging out with me in the show last week. But we got to talk to Tim Zhu, the boxer, and he beat Dwight Ritchie and won the titles uh, this week. Uh, Horn was there, Jeff Horn, right? Now that Tim Zhu's got this fight, best fighter in Australia, people are going, you've got to fight Jeff Horn. And Jeff Horn had some pretty interesting words for Jeff Horn to say back to him. And I quote, Tim Zhu is still a boy with a man's name. Them's fighting words, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Tim sounds like a man's name. I agree with that. Uh, I call this bad oyster week, Rose, uh, in sport. Andrew Moore calling the rugby league had to take some time off because he had a pork roll and Luke Lewis and Dean Hallitow came in and saved the call. What, what happened? He had a bad pork roll. That's right. Oh, <laughs> and he geez. stopped mid-call. Oh, no. And Kane Evans was unwell during the week for Parramatta. Uh, he cooked some bad chicken and he said, I was projectile vomiting just like in The Exorcist. Right. Oh. And he will forever now be known as Kane Linda Evans. <laughs> oh, boo. He runs your Ross from Survivor with the bad coconut. Uh, yes, very exciting. Did you catch this this week? You might have missed this, Chris. Angry, An angry South Korean soccer fan has flown to Sweden to confront soccer player Ronaldo for sure? not playing a friendly in South Korea. He showed up for the game but sat on the bench the whole time. People are furious. He flew to another country to complain to him. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. He's a true fan. <laughs> and, and finally, Eddie Jones has said he's going to pick his World Cup squad for England in the following way. Spill some red wine, okay. discuss things with his assistant coaches, <laughs> and then get some advice from his dog. Does Michael Checker have a dog? Get him a dog. Wow, his dog can talk? That's amazing. That's all for the Weekend Legends this week. Don't forget the Wallabies tonight for the Bledisloe. The Ashes as well. Premier League. So much rugby league uh, on. If excuse you're a, me. Go the dogs. Go the dogs. Thank you. There's so much sport on if you're a sports fan. It, it's the best time to be alive. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. The Weekend Legends on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast is done, but the fun is just beginning. Check out Sportsbet's new iPhone app. Download it now. Gamble responsibly. <laughs>